Um, Lord, I thank you again for bringing me and Mia together, God, to film another episode for Kami Be Real Podcast, Mother God. I thank you that you've given us this um, opportunity to just have a place where we can speak on your word and just speak about life in general, Father God, where we can just be open about the things that it is that we're struggling with and the things that it is that us as young Christian girls and boys are just dealing with. Um, things that maybe the world doesn't see as a struggle, but we see as a as like a daily fight, God. So I just thank you for this place that for us to like just speak on it, God. And Lord, I just pray that in today's episode, Lord, again, your spirit is just the one that leads it, Lord. We say this every episode, God, but we really don't want to do this in our own strength. We don't want to do this in our own will. We don't want to do this with our own thoughts and with our own ways, God, but we want to let you lead it, Father God. We want to let your way be done, God. We want to let your will be done, Father God. So Lord, I really just submit this podcast into your hands father god i submit this episode into your hand father god for anyone who's watching it father god you can relate to the things that we are going to speak about father god i pray that you bring peace to them father god i pray that you bring clarity to their lives father god i pray that you bring restoration if that's what it is that they need father god and lord yeah i just want to lift your name high above it all father god because you are mighty you're all powerful. You can do the impossible, Lord. So I pray for me and me, oh God. I pray as we talk, Father God, fill our minds with the thoughts of thoughts from above, Father God, not our own earthly thoughts, Father God. I pray that you just bring us um, a sense of peace as we talk, Father God. Um, let us speak with a confidence. Let us speak with a boldness, Father God. Give us a spirit of boldness, Father God. Um, and yeah, we just pray that your will is done. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen. That was a nice prayer. Was it? <laughs> Good. Um, you had something that you wanted to open up with? Oh yeah, wait. Welcome back to another episode. Oh yeah, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> episode four. Three. Four. four. We filmed episode three already, girl. Okay, four. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode four, that's crazy. But yeah, I think I did have something that I wanted to open up with. I was getting ready um to come here to film. And just as I was getting ready, I started listening to the song Oceans. Um, and that song's, you know how you kind of have songs for like the season of the life you're in? Um, that song has just been on repeat this past week. Um, and the bridge of the song, it says, Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you have called me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. Where my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my saviour. And yeah, that whole like bridge has really been speaking into my life this past week. I think when you, <laughs> I don't know, I've been struggling to trust God recently, like really struggling to put God first, I think, like, because it's so easy to say, God, we trust you, but actually like doing that sometimes can be so difficult. Mm. Um, And I think, yeah, just, it was just a reminder that, you know what, when you do put your trust in God, like your faith is made stronger. I mean, there's been so many times in my life, I think, where, like, my things have happened and it's in those moments when I'm like, oh, God, like, what's going on? Or, God, I want to trust you, but I just can't. But it's through those times that, like, now I have the faith that I have because I've seen God do what he's done then. And I'm like, cool, so you can do it again. Or you're, you were with me then, so you're with me now. Like, it's in those times where I put my trust in him that I actually learn how to have faith, I think. And... Yeah, I don't know, I kind of just wanted to open with that because I think 
it's important for us to as Christians to know that we need to put our trust in God and it's so much more than just saying it it's a daily decision to actually do it and when you do it your faith is actually made stronger um and his spirit will be with you in that yeah that was my that was cute it was so real like I just feel like even me this week like being led into a season of like worship because like it's so easy to have the mindset of oh like I worship God on Sunday yeah. But like worshiping God should be our lifestyle type of thing. Yeah. So it's even like incorporating more worship music into like my daily routine type of thing. So it's like for the next, I think I said forty days, I'm gonna listen to straight worship music. Then mm-hmm. only when I'm in the gym, listen to like my Christian rap or okay, yeah. Christian R and B type thing. But I strictly wanna fall in love with worship. Mm. So worship is in worship music or like worship music, but like that will lead me to. Like just a lifestyle of worshiping Worship, God, yeah. like praising Him more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that's good because I think even with like the the influence secular music can have on you sometimes is crazy. Like you'll be listening to songs and you're just like, ah, no, yeah. <laughs> like some of the songs we be singing from the bottom of our chest. It's like, like what are you saying? Oof. Your daily worship that you're you're claiming to do is like mm-hmm. so contrary contrary to like the lyrics that you're singing, singing. yeah secular music was like one of my biggest convictions really yeah like gunna the mm. baby playboy carty like yeah my friends back in the day like they'd be like oh playboy carty is someone it can i be back in this man like mm. you don't know him personally <laughs> do you know him personally <laughs> i thought i did and like i would literally try and sell my right arm to defend yeah. playboy carty and it's like literally got a whole tattoo on the back of his neck that says like Satan type thing it's the whole thing of like separating the art from the artist Mm. but I don't know I don't know about that one because I can't like even okay this might get me (laughs) cancelled but like R. Kelly yeah Mm. I actually mess with his music sometimes and I'll be singing his lyrics his songs Mm. but then obviously the things that he's done in the past like it's not good it's not like, he should not be a guy that we glorify or anything yeah, at yeah. all. But then I'm just like, oh, but his songs, like, you know, it's just a good vibe sometimes. But then, yeah, you, as long as you just can't, you shouldn't separate the art from the artist because the artist made the art and it comes from that place. It's way deeper. Like, I know it shouldn't be different, but someone who actively worships the devil and, like, who has done bad things. I don't know why in my head, like, it's kind of like a distinction type of thing. Like, mm. in my head, I'm trying to weigh up R. Kelly and Playboy Carty. Mm. And be like, Playboy Carty is obviously worse because he's worshipping the devil. Mm. But it's still, like, R. Kelly's done bad things type yeah. of thing. But in my eyes, it's still different. I get what you're saying. I think I struggle with that, too, because it's, like... I feel like we're both kind of empathetic. Mm. And so it's, I empathise with the artist as well. It's not good, but I'd be like, oh, but like, you don't know what they were going mm. through. Like, <laughs> you know what they were going through? Like, we're all doing stuff. Like, we're mm. all, like, I don't know, we all do things that we probably shouldn't do, but like, you shouldn't be given any less grace for that. Yeah. But then, yeah, I guess we're not actively creating stuff that like, complete, like, goes against God either. Yeah. But you know what it is as well? It's an artist, like, oh, what you were saying about the TikTokers who like, claim to be christian or like we'll get put christian content out there and it's just like but your lifestyle is not that because even like i don't know queen naja mm. not to put dirt on her name i love her like i really do like her but like sometimes actually maybe maybe okay forget the queen naja example because <laughs> let me actually not let me not do that but just in general artists that like have the title of a christian on social media 
and then living up to it is like very different but i do get it because it's so hard like as soon as you have that ex as soon as you throw that title out there people are going to automatically assume that you're perfect you're living a perfect lifestyle yeah it's like a pastor if a pastor does something wrong everyone's going to jump on him because he has that um that title of a pastor so i do get it but it's just, I don't know it's tough out here for them i just feel like as a celebrity and like as a devote christian like that's all the more reason for you to want to live a life represent mm. like rep representative of christ because like you've got a whole platform of people yeah and it's like if you can showcase the power of christ and what he's done in your mm. life then you would plant so many seeds that would lead mm. people to salvation type of thing true so it's like with the tiktok example like are you using christ for clout oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if the rest of your videos on TikTok don't glorify God. God, then why are you posting the odd one or two videos which do? Mm. But then can't, just because you're a Christian, like, in general, does that then mean that you can't do non-Christian content? No. Like, you can still do non-Christian content, but it's the type of non-Christian content that you're posting. You're like, if it's just worldly, mm. it's like, it's given lukewarm. Oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, it's true though. I just think it's such a hard balance because, it is. like, we could, I don't know, we could now create a YouTube video on something else that isn't Christian. I don't know, you might have like a secular song in the background, and then people are just like, oh, mm. but you're, crea you're creating Christian content, like, this kind of contradicts this and that. And it's everyone's gonna always have an opinion. I don't know. Like, I'm just like, where's the line between just. They're a Christian by title, and then there's a Christian who's like actually living out by the spirit. But I think, I think you can still be on socials as an influencer, like as a Christian influencer, and not have to constantly post about God. I think it's their lifestyle which people are then gonna watch and be like, okay, cool, that's why they are the way they are. But like, you see so many um, content creators who are Christian who are doing like makeup videos or like hair tutorials or like vlogs or whatever so it's not i don't know it's like using glorifying god in your gifts as well and glorifying him through that's what that. i think it is yeah like there's nothing wrong with making like videos to do with makeup or like a vlog mm. but i feel like like you said where does the line get drawn type of thing because mm. if you're just living a lifestyle and it's being videoed and it mm. doesn't represent christ it's like who are you trying to represent here? But you know it's hard as well because I feel like when it's on video, you only see that section of what's happened. So it's like if you saw one of us two like out on a night out or something, let's say, mm. like you can be like, oh my gosh, they create Christian content and then here they are on a night out. Mm. But it's like you don't know like what's gone on. You don't know like they might have preached the gospel to someone that night. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like we have such a a narrow minded view of how a Christian should be and when social media doesn't present them to be like that we then are like they're not living the Christian way that they're supposed to be living us Christians can be judgmental you know no 100% we can be more judgmental than non-Christian people like we should not be judging people out here and everyone has their own convictions everyone has their own um way of figuring out their Christian life I think mm. and everyone's at different stages of their journey and yeah I don't think as Christians we should be judging them i think there's a difference between like obviously the word of god stays the same and there's things in it which like full stop 
you just need to follow and like it's not question it shouldn't be questionable so if you do see someone who's of faith doing it like on social media for example you it's can call them out a bit and be like hmm like that's not what the word of god teaches you to do but then you also have choice as to who you follow on socials it's true so <laughs> yeah i just like you said like it's definitely very personal to like your convictions like mm. there's some things in the bible flat out you just have to follow it totally, yeah but then like with tattoos for example some people will be like it's a big no-no mm. but then it's like it's to do with your personal conviction as well because nowhere is it written in like the new testament for example on tattoos mm. it's only in levitical law where it's like don't yeah, make markings on your on your skin but that's in the mm. context of the old testament when god was talking to the israelites mm. type of thing and this is the thing, everyone's going to have an opinion because I'm so sure like someone can now come at you and be like, oh, but there's somewhere in the old, the new sentiment which says whatever, whatever. Mm. But it's, like, I don't know when it comes to tattoos what the Bible actually says about it, but it's what I'm saying. Like, even as a Christian, we judge like another Christian because they have a tattoo. It's like, what are you doing? I just feel like it does come down to reading your word. Like, mm. for me, I'm heavy on the... If I don't know much about something, I'm going to mm. be quiet until like, yeah, I've exactly. gone through the scripture myself exactly. to know the truth behind it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like we can be judgmental as Christians. And everyone is on their own journey type of thing. Yeah. But I will say for me, I'm going to try and live the best life I can worthy to represent Christ. And if that means, like, I'm not going to go a certain place or do a certain thing, yeah. and I'm going to try my best not yeah. to do it, but we all do fall and slip, slip yeah. up sometimes. It's yeah. true. And I think even when it comes down to convictions, like, your convictions change as well, I think, over time. Like, I think sometimes you can feel really convicted about something, and then, so you stick to it, and then God teaches you so much in that season. And then as you come out of that season, maybe the conviction changes, and you now can do xyz and like god then still uses that season to teach you so many things so it's like <coughs> as long as your convictions don't contradict the word of god then i think it's it's okay like if you start now telling me oh yeah like let me have sex before marriage because i'm not convicted about it it's a bit like <laughs> um, do you know what i mean yeah. it's like your convictions now are going against what the word of god teaches you to do or, okay, I'm just going to go get drunk now. Like, let's be real. And I feel like... <laughs> exactly, let's be real. And I feel like um, we shouldn't be afraid to hold people up and hold people accountable to the word of God. This is the thing. It's not our own standard. It's God's standard. It's God's standard. And we're just trying to remind you of God's standard. Because mm. it's easy. It's not... Sometimes it can be easy to get lost in the world and, like, forget who you're actually trying to live a life worthy yeah. of representing. Yeah. So it's good to have those people around you who will be like, Victoria, that's mm. not aligning with God's word type mm. of thing. And like, we shouldn't feel shamed. We yeah. should feel like, corrected. Like it says in 2 Timothy, God's word is for training, correcting, rebuking. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's, it's a form of discipline. It's mm. not a form of shame. Mm. And I feel like, once we know the difference between being corrected and being shamed, then yeah. you'll only excel. And that's why you need people around you as well who are going to do that, like people that hold you accountable. I think hmm, I think it becomes hard because sometimes you don't want to hear it. Mm. You don't want to be corrected. You don't want to be convicted. You don't want to feel the shame. You don't want to feel the guilt. And you shouldn't feel shame or guilt, but that's just a natural response yeah, when you've done something wrong. And 
that's what causes us to also hide our sin from people it causes us to keep it under the chair hidden like in the darkness so no one can tell us what we're doing is wrong because we look we literally know what we're doing is wrong yeah. like yeah i think when you actually now tell your friend like listen this is what i've been doing or this is what i've been struggling with like the devil can't have power when it's in the light and it's that's when jesus can actually intervene as well because yeah. you brought it to the light and you, you're actually bringing it to the surface and now God can work with what you're giving him. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're hiding it, you're not even surrendering it to him. So he, how can he help you when you don't want him to help you? He's not mm. going to force himself on you. He's not going to force you to love him or to do things his way. So it's it's you actually like presenting it to your friends and then presenting it to God and being like, look, this is actually what I'm dealing with. Not that in the moment it's going to change, not that it's going to like shift straight away, but just your vulnerability that you know this is actually what I want to change and yeah like just holding yourself accountable as well like you need to do that because no one's going to be there to to hold you accountable if you're not even telling them what you're doing doing yeah I think I feel like that's the whole importance of relationship with God as well like once you don't view him as like oh my gosh like Mm. someone who's gonna punish me yeah for like all of my sins and you view him as someone who's gonna teach you discipline you yeah. know, and shape you and mold you mm. into like becoming a man of god or a woman of god then your whole perspective of sin will change yeah that's true because like i find my perspective of sin changing like it calls me all the more to like want to repent to god and yeah like seek his grace and mercy but at the same time it's like less of a pressure that i need to live like this certain way through my own strength because mm-hmm. i'm never going to be perfect through my own strength yeah it's only through Christ who I'm gonna become the person who God intended for me to be yeah exactly and I think when you see sin as something that hurts God as well like your whole mindset kind of changes on it because yes Christianity is a religion of grace and it's the only religion which says come as you are like you don't have to do works to like meet God it's not like that but sin has an effect on your on you and it has an effect on your relationship with god whether you like it or not like i feel like anytime i sin there's like a barrier that's created between me and god and that's because that's what sin is there to do it's there to distract you from god it's there to take you further away from him and that's the whole reason we need jesus like to restore that relationship because that's what jesus knew that we were going to sin and guys like it's okay (laughs) like it's actually okay i'm not saying sinning is okay but it's okay that you've sinned it's okay that you've done things that you're not proud of that you're not impressed with like we've done things that we probably shouldn't have done but it's like when you recognize that that sin is now creating a barrier between you and your relationship with god that's when it's like damn i actually need to get rid of this because i know what life is like with jesus i know what life is like when i'm in relationship with the spirit like i know what life is like when i'm in that so if there's anything that's going to block me from that, it's got to go. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you need to like be disgusted by sin, be disgusted by the fact that it takes you away from God. Yeah. <laughs> um, to add on to that, like the more you love God and the more time you're in his presence, the more you just naturally grow to hate sin. Yeah. And like in Galatians chapter five, verse... 22 it reads that but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law and 
what strikes out to me is the fact that it says the fruit of the Holy Spirit mm. in the sense of like we don't bear these things yeah but the more time we're in the presence of the Holy Spirit and we're living life through and by the Spirit yeah. we will bear such fruit yeah. and it's like so many times it's like I want to love or I want to um, be gentle from our own strength strength and from our own nature but it's like mm. that's God's nature and the exactly. more time I'm spending with God the more I will possess his nature exactly and so, that's, yeah. that's like why you invite the Holy Spirit in because it's through the Holy Spirit that these things are given to you it's a gift of the Holy Spirit mm. it's not okay I'm a Christian now I've given my life to God now I'm, I'm gonna have a perfect life I'm gonna live freely I'm gonna yeah. like God's gonna keep blessing me like this is when you come to God sometimes that's how you think that life's gonna be like onwards and upwards (laughs) yeah like it is onwards and upwards but like it's not as simple as that like Mm. you don't just overnight start getting peace love joy patience like you don't get these things just from now saying your prayer that you're saved yeah like yes God can do the impossible but it's through inviting the Holy Spirit in you choosing to say God not my will but your will be Be done. done For you surrendering, for you saying, Jesus, come into my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. That's when you start acting out of the fruits of the Spirit. Because, yeah, it says fruits of the Spirit, not fruits of human. No, it's... it's <laughs> fruits it, of the flesh. It's fruit, you know. Like, it's not plural. Oh, is it? It's fruit, fruit of the Spirit. So it just signifies, like, it's one source. Like, it's only through God that we get such... Oh, damn, wait. That's... Yeah, but the fruit of the Spirit... Uh, I used to say fruits, fruits but then yeah. someone told me like it's fruit, like it's not plural. Wow. It's like fruit. So it's from one source, the Holy Spirit, that we get love, joy, peace, kindness. Wait, you know how I'm picturing it? Like, <laughs> like a, you know, like a grapevine. Mm, and, and then there's little grapes. Yeah, the little, the little fruit, grapes yeah. coming off of it. But like even like sound. an orange, like there's segments in an orange. Yeah, oh wow. That yeah. one's cool. Mm. <laughs> See, guys, we learning, <laughs> we learning together. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, I think on that, it's like, when you first became Christian, did you find yourself, like, I don't know how to explain. It. Like, how did you find it? Like, did did you find yourself in like a honeymoon phase? Yeah. Okay. I'm like <laughs> for the first, I'd say about a week. Is it called a force force wheel? Force wheel. I don't know. Force field or force shield. <laughs> like, it felt like that was over me. Like, it felt like the devil couldn't touch oh, me yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally felt like I was on cloud nine. <clears throat> and then, when I started to, like, seek God more and, like, praise, worship him and actively mm-hmm. just seek God, like, as a lifestyle of seeking God yeah, type yeah. of thing. But that's when he was coming at me at my hardest and it's like, well, in this Christian life, in this walk with God on a narrow path, mm-hmm. every day is going to be a battle against Satan, against yeah. my flesh. And it's going to be about me actively seeking to choose God when I wake up mm. type of thing every day. Every day. Like, on the day I got baptised, I declared Jesus as Lord. But every day when I wake up, I have to make sure... He's your saviour. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, it's a daily yeah. choice. Like, we made it once, but it's daily. Because mm. you can easily fall back into the world. It's true. That's like even like <coughs> church when they say the prayer of like if you want to be saved <clears throat> if you want to be saved and like say the prayer after me i feel like i find myself saying it so often because it's not just a one-time prayer it's not just a okay today i'm giving my life to god like you need to continuously give your life to god yeah i think 
to be fair, I don't know if I've if I I probably did have the honeymoon phase. I don't really remember. It was kind of, yeah. Maybe in like year eleven, I was like, okay, like GCSEs going on, but oh well, God's got me. Blah, blah, blah. I think during A levels is when I really started to depend on God, and I was like, wow, I really can't do this. <laughs> and do you know what it is? I feel like so many people were like. They see you do things that just seem so impossible. And it's like, well, how did you even have the strength to do it? And I'm like, I don't, I didn't. <laughs> I remember even during placement, someone at like placement saying to me, Victoria, how the heck do you get up every morning and come here? It takes you over an hour to get here. You're not getting home till late. Like you're here, like doing bare work. Like, <laughs> how do you do it? I said, girl, <laughs> it's not me. It's literally God. Like, when you are listening to that worship music in the morning on your way to work, like that's it's the the fruit of the spirit, like it's filling you yeah. through the worship music, through the prayer, through the reading my words. Like it's not just something that we talk about. It's it's a tangible thing that like is real. It's something that actually like when you eat and you feel full, like that's what it is when you when you read the word of God, when you pray, when you listen to worship music, you feel spiritually full. And I think that's when the devil also knows like how to attack you because when it's like, let me stop reading my word now. When it, let me like not pray today, let me not listen to worship today, let me listen to my little He sees a door. He sees a door and he goes for it straight <laughs> away because he's like, Yes, I've got her where she needs to be. And he goes to your mind first, you know. Like he'll be like the just the thought of let me not read my Bible today. When he has your thoughts, oh if he has your thoughts, like everything that you do comes from your thoughts and comes from your brain and that decides what your actions are going to be. <coughs> so it's like once he has those, mm-mm. I remember someone telling me, um, pray over your thoughts every day and every night. So like that way you know that God is in control from that very moment till the very end. And so like, I literally have to do that every morning. Like, God, I give you my thoughts today. I give you my my mind today. Let it be a mind of peace. Let it be a mind of um, joy. Let it be a mind of like restoration. Like, just let it be a mind that actually looks like and, and actually wants to serve you, God, like above all the other thoughts that I could be thinking. And like saying that before I sleep and as soon as I wake up in the morning actually changes everything because your mind is on things higher and is on things above. Um, it says that, doesn't it? Like, set your minds on things above, not earthly things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is, but yeah. Um, my voice is going, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. But even in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And I feel like it's um, important that we do like a heart posture check. Because, mm. like, your heart can easily be influenced by your emotions, for example, yeah. which will then impact how you act and how you treat others and even the things that you think. Yeah. So if your heart isn't clean, if your heart isn't centred on God and focused on God, mm-hmm. it's able for it to be dirty. Yeah. It's able for it to then influence how you act in the sense of if your heart's dirty, how are you going to be treating others? Mm. So I definitely have to ask God to like cleanse my heart because there's a lot of offensive ways within us which offend God like it says that in Psalms so it's like God has the power to clean your heart and he has the power to give you the right heart posture I actually find myself doing that a lot like when I haven't asked God to guard my heart like Mm. I feel like I don't know just say I'm feeling angry or 
feeling annoyed, frustrated, sad, whatever it is, like, I then act out of that emotion and, like, the people around me then are affected by it because yeah. it's, it's normal, like, if you're annoyed, you're going to be quiet or you're going to, maybe you'll lash out on them, like, you react in so many different ways, but it's a, it's a natural human reaction, I guess, but it's when you do invite God into that, like, it's just different, you can, like, the fruit of the spirit does flow from it because, yeah, it's only in his will that that can actually happen. But yeah, I do catch myself sometimes, like, I don't know, the natural human instinct of, I'm annoyed, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. I'm sorry that you now don't like my reaction, but deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. Nah, I find that with, like, unforgiveness. Like, if someone does me wrong, mm. it's like cool bunny type of things like you've done me wrong you have to deal with whatever yeah i do now type of thing yeah it's like would christ really be doing that this is the thing and it's also this is this is why i'm saying like christian life is not easier because yes the joy that you get from it is greater than anything else you can get but any other human who isn't a christian or isn't religious let's say like they would not see a problem with you saying oh bunny Mm -hmm. bunny like you done me wrong, you done me dirty, get out of my life. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that in their eyes because it's that's just a natural thing. Like, why would you keep someone around who's toxic for you? That's what the world teaches. That's what the world teaches, and it's such a normalized teaching. But as a Christian, you're not following the worldly teachings. You're not following the Instagram quotes like <laughs> that tell you to just let go. Like or like if they're not treating you well, like let them go. Like cut them <laughs> off. Cut them off. Mm. Obviously, don't keep toxic people in your life. That's not what we're saying. We're not encouraging that. But the first thing is love. The first commandment from God is love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love your neighbour as yourself. yourself. So this is why being a Christian in this generation can be difficult because whilst all your friends are now telling you to do this, do that, do this, it's like, oh, but this literally contradicts what the word of God is telling me to do. That's, again, why having Christian friends is important oh, yeah. because they, they're following the same um, book, book or lifestyle as you. They're following the same commandments as you. They're following the same um, instructions as you. Like, the worldly advice that some friends would give you, your Christian friends aren't going to give you that and they get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christian friends. Christian friends. Um, what did we even talk about at the start? Um, I can't remember because oh, I forgot. You even talking about oceans? No, after that, what did we get into? Oh, so sh- it was talking about um, lifestyle, like of celebrities and that, and then that too. Yeah, not oh, living yeah. a life that's breathtaking in Christ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I kind of wanted to go back to that because I feel like it's difficult. Because as soon as you now put yourself on social media, mm. you are now entering a world where anyone can have an opinion on of you, mm. and their opinion can be completely wrong, but they're just they just have that opinion of you now, and it's like I don't know. People might watch this and see us as Chris, two Christian girls, but then just say like they do something that just say they saw. Okay, I hope you don't mind me saying this, <laughs> but if they saw your tattoo now, mm. they're gonna be like, oh, but. Mia has a tattoo. I don't agree that Christians should have tattoos. Like, and then it's just like, oh, well. <laughs> I'd educate them. I'd say, let's open the word, first and foremost. 
<laughs> and I'd go from the Old Testament, which they'll most likely go to, which is Leviticus, and talk about that law. And then we'll have a full-on debate and, like, share about how is the personal conviction, A. Like, if you want to remain holy, yeah. I understand that, if you don't want to get a tattoo. But don't say in the world, in the Bible, okay. it tells you not to get a tattoo type of thing. Okay. Because lead me to where it actually says it. Mm. In the context of now, not in the context of the Israelites back thousands of years ago. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. I think it's just hard because everyone has their own convictions of things, but people enforce their convictions on as if you. it's biblical, like a biblical command. Yeah. Like I get it if like you're dishonouring your parents or something, and it's like, well, it's not a personal conviction that like I have to honour my mum and dad. Yeah. Like that's wrong. But yeah, I think when people talk about things they have no education on, I think that's where it becomes a problem as well. But I don't know, man. It's just scary because people really have opinions and I have opinions of people on social media like mm. I do and just to think that other people now can form those of us like it's a bit scary it is scary <laughs> but it's like it comes down to a whole don't judge a book by its cover type of thing mm. and it's like we're not perfect we've never yeah. claimed to be perfect up on here true but our first goal is to live a life as pleasing to Thank god, god type of thing. yeah so if you're doing that too then hats off to you yeah and it's also like being careful who you let lead you because it's like be very discerning with it because just because we say something doesn't make it correct mm. like we might be mistaken or your pastor might be mistaken your mentor might be mistaken like don't take things as like literal because or like the only way of seeing something because it's it's not like <laughs> people are human they make mistakes they get things wrong they get they misinterpret the word of god wrong like yeah so don't take everything that we say as like a face value this is what me and victoria have told me to do i have to follow this like whatever whatever or this is how every christian sees it because it's not like, not every Christian sees things holistically or sees it as the same thing. And if you are a Christian and you have a particular mindset about something, don't enforce that on other Christians. Unless you can 100% guarantee that that is what the word of God says, don't now be proclaiming that this is the way that all Christians should be. If you have an opinion on tattoos, if you have an opinion on, um, I don't know, whatever it is, like... Just make sure you're backing it up with the word of God mm -hmm. or make your opinion based on the word of God. Don't ignore what I said about backing up with the word of God. Make sure your opinion is based on the word, the word of, of God, God, not your own opinion. Mm -hmm. Like you can have your own opinion, but don't enforce your own opinion on someone else. Only enforce the word of God on someone else. I think that's like been the biggest thing about me because like, I didn't grow up in the church. So mm -hmm. like when trying to find a church, it's like I really want to find like a pastor who's going to lead in scripture not of like his own yeah. convictions or mm. of what he thinks is right that lead yeah. more from the word type of thing yeah so like i really like my favorite pastors um dr tony evans or billy graham like mm. they're really men of their word yeah and like, everything that they said like came from the word like mm. I, it's good to see like Mike Todd, like he's definitely a pastor who's like visual yeah yeah true but i really like my pastors who are just like word word based type of thing no i think that's that's true as well because mm -hmm. even i'm very aware of that to be fair when like pastors are about to preach and they don't start with the word of god you know that whole typical thing of like tell a little funny story get mm -hmm. the audience engaged and then like then get into the word of god like i'm always just like i've got my eyes on you because <laughs> like are you now going to make it about you or is it going to be centered around god whereas i love it when 
they start with a passage like people at church to hear the word of god do you know what i mean like they're not here to hear a funny story like yes that helps support your message but fundamentally you should be there for the word of god so when a pastor does start with the word of god and like cool we're actually getting into something and then if you have a story that relates to the word then share share it like do your thing but yeah i think just being very aware of the pastors that you're listening to the people that you're let speaking into your life um because like we said guard your heart because everything flows from it Mm. if you're letting things into your heart which is not from god or that is not discerned then things that aren't necessarily correct are going to start flowing from it or opinions that aren't correct are going to start flowing from it. And then if someone asks you where did that opinion even come from, you don't even have an answer. That's just all you've been feeding yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, just be very careful um, with what you feed yourself and who you let feed you as well. I'm trying to find in Acts, it's when Paul comes to... I really want to find it because, like, again, I don't want to talk and, like, yeah. not have the scripture. But basically, they're called Bereans in the sense of, like, Paul would say something, but the Bereans would go back and look through the scriptures type oh, of to thing. see if it's correct. It's correct. So, like, they wouldn't take his word for it. Yeah. And, like, that's the same with us. Like, if there's something that we say that you don't agree with, look in the word and come back or comment and be yeah. like, well, we duh, 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 yeah, yeah, type of thing. But it's definitely good to make sure that you're looking through the words yourself. Because mm-hmm. I definitely feel like if it's a pastor, like you view them as a trusted individual. Yeah. But it's like you actually need to look into the word because there okay. really is there really are false teachers out there. False teachers are scary. False teachers. Like to be fair, this is I feel like again the empathy side of it. Like you know when there's always scandals about pastors and youth leaders and whatever. Like my heart breaks for them as well because just because they're on a platform, it does not make them any less human. Hmm. Like, I feel so sorry for them. I hear it. But Guys, there's two types of people in the world. <laughs> people like me. And then people like me. <laughs> but then it comes to the point of, like, you're leading people. Yeah. And, like, not you have an image to live up to. Live up to but, but you have it. You kind of do. <laughs> because, like, you can't be leading all these people, like, blindly. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's like, if they've got that sin in their heart anyway, like... They've got the sin in their heart, like, mm. so would you prefer for them just to never act, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but would you prefer for them to just never act on their sin and keep leading you? No, but like, deal with the sin and not try and mask it and put up a facade type of thing. Like, there's definitely a lot of pastors who put up a facade. Yeah, true, and act like they don't have, have anything strong with them. And then, yeah, I guess that's why they keep their sin mm. in the darkness, then all of a sudden when it does come, it to, come light, to light, it's, it's not, like, yeah. Mm. But then, yeah, I guess it's the vulnerability of, like, again, like, God can still use pastors, even if, because they're qualified, like, because God's called them to do what they're doing. So it's like, even if they are struggling with something, it doesn't change the fact that they can still be a pastor, they can still no, preach the word of God, like, just because someone has an issue. <laughs> like, so many um, pastors talk about their own personal struggles, they're like, look, this is literally what I'm going through right now. But I'm trusting the word of God. I'm trusting that he's going to be faithful. And I feel like when you see that side of the pastors, it's so much more, like, relatable as well. Because then they're not placing themselves on a pedestal. Of, they've got everything figured out and they know what they're doing. Like, they're just, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't even know what we spoke about, to be honest. We spoke about a lot of different stuff. We have. This wasn't. We didn't even plan this type of thing. We say that every episode. <laughs> but no, it's just real. Like, you just. I don't like using the word woke, but you actually have to be woke. Mm. Like, aware that there are false teachers mm-hmm. and aware that there are people who will manipulate the word of God word to of God. suit their lifestyle agendas yeah there's a song nothing else and it says i'm sorry when i've come in my own agendas i can't lie when i heard that lyric i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh i just hit my head (laughs) i have these things called primary stabbing headaches really yeah it's it's not that deep it sounds so dramatic no (laughs) 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 no when i was in like year six yeah i had to go in at like um i remember i was doing a bike lesson at school like you know when you (laughs) you know you have like you learn how to ride a bike at school no Oh, well, my school done that. I would go, like, on trips to, like, ride the bike down the road. Anyways, I was so sad because I had to miss the lesson. I had to go to the damn hospital and get it, put in, like, an MRI machine thing. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, they told me I have primary stabbing headaches. It's so, it sounds so dramatic, but it's, like, basically this pain that, like, goes from your head down to, like, your neck, like, oh really God. quickly. I don't know what it is. I think it's, like, if you move, like, you see how I move like that and mm. then it came? I think if I move like that in a weird way, it kind of just... Triggers it. Triggers it, yeah. But it lasts for like two seconds and then it goes. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know. If you guys have the same thing, let me know. It's <laughs> called primary stabbing headaches if you haven't got it checked out. Um, but yeah, wait, what was I saying before the headache? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I got that. In conclusion, I've got primary stabbing headaches. <laughs> no, I but in like conclusion... <laughs> That'll be the title of this of this um, video. No, just be careful with what you're letting feed you, and be careful with um, yeah, the people that are influencing you, and also challenge people, like mm. challenge other Christians, challenge us, like ask us questions, to ask us why we think the way we think, um, yeah. And I feel like be careful of what you see on social media. A hundred percent. Like, don't take the lives of celebrities like. Literal. Yeah, like literal. They're hiding a lot. Mm. Not say like I know. No. But yeah. They do because you see a ten second clip of a twenty four hour day. <laughs> it's uh that uh I was gonna ramble <laughs> even more but we will keep that for another video, but I was gonna say quickly like when you see those Christian girls on TikTok, we've said this before, but have perfect morning routine, go gym, go library, go study, like go to a coffee shop have a date with jesus like i'm like this is all fitting into a 30 second video what did you do in between mm. <laughs> but anyways no shade if you do that no shade oh my gosh no shade <laughs> at all i'm just from my opinion it's like i would love to be that girl i really would but what is that girl like what, what is, is that, that girl, girl? <laughs> maybe i should be the next episode <laughs> what is that girl oh but i swear that's what we were ever gonna talk about today oh oh well we'll do that next time <laughs> what is that girl? we were gonna talk about um like body image and stuff oh, like yeah, comparison damn man we didn't get one to it should we do a part two <laughs> should we do a part two <laughs> lol okay should we wrap it up yeah um dear lord father god thank you for joining both me and victoria here today to record ep4 um just to be able to be open honest and vulnerable once again as we do in every episode or as we try to do um thank you holy spirit for just speaking through us um thank you for giving us a scripture that we need in order to back up our statements as well 
and um, thank you for just helping us to tell people about our lives, about our journeys, about what we're learning, about what we're struggling with and about what we see mm. and enabling others to join in on, you know, our Christian lives and our Christian journeys, dear Lord God. Um, as Victoria said, we place this podcast in your hands and um, we aim to glorify you and live a life that's worthy of representing you. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 And guys, we don't have a Bible. The Bible app's really good. Like, I do like my Bible app on my phone. But a do paper you? Bible, nothing can beat a paper yeah, nothing Bible. Needs this. Like, I love scrimmaging through the different books to get to the scripture that I need. When I hold this, I feel like I'm holding it like a sword. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Ephesians 6, chapter 12. Oh, yeah, what does that say? The word is a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I know which verse you're like, I've heard it. The full armour of God. Oh, yeah. The belt of truth. The sword of... Ow. The spirit. Not the lion. I didn't even hit you. Bro. Okay, guys. Ephesians. Yeah. <laughs> Ephesians 6, verse 12. Yeah. Like, it just feels like a... Wow, like, this is my guy. <laughs> it's your guide, like, Bible. Basically, no, my guy. Oh, guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I said, like, this is my guy. Yeah, like, Jesus, the wedding coming. My guy. It's your guy. It's my guy. But the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. That's a cool acronym. Mm-hmm. Wait, basic instructions before leaving earth. Wow! Mm-hmm. Who told you that? You made up. <laughs> no, I saw it. Yeah, I did it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Um, we hope you liked it. We hope you got something out of it if you did then let us know in the comments um we need some more activity from you guys we want to see comments i think yeah we want to see what you want us to do yeah type of thing like we've got two videos lined up yeah like we've got things in the, the making works, in yeah. the pending in the works um but obviously we want to do things that you guys are interested in we're going to try to get people in as well to join it um so stay tuned for that. If you want to be in the episode, let then us know. Let us know. Because you can have we'll happily let you come on and talk. As long as it's from the word of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you said Weber Base? Well most people know Weber Base. What do you mean? Like Birmingham. Oh yeah. We're in Birmingham. We're in Birmingham in case you guys did wanna come no. be in the video. Oh yeah. Come be in the video. Not yeah. just that. No, come <laughs> and be in the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um we're at uni, so we're not actually Brummies. We don't have the Brummie accent. Yeah, you she's from London. What? <laughs> I'm not from London. She's a wannabe Londoner. No, 